Okay. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, let us just go straight to the Father. Lord, we come to you today thanking you for this day, Lord God. Thanking you for just another opportunity to uh, virtually come together and worship you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to see a brand new day. And Lord God, giving us a brand new mercy, we thank you. Father, we ask right now in the name of Jesus for your comfort and your strength and your peace, Lord God. We are in trying times in our uh, nation and we're asking, Lord God, that you would intervene on our behalf, Lord God. Father, we're calling upon your spirit to rain down upon us, Lord. Father, I'm asking, Lord, that you would just strengthen your people like never before, Lord. Help us to remember and to be reminded that we are to look to you for all things. Yeah. That we are to look to you for our strength. Yes, we are to look to you when we are hurting. Yeah. We are to look to you, Lord God, to mend our broken yeah. hearts. Lord God, we are to look to you and your spirit to know which way to go and what to do next, Lord God. Father, I'm asking, Lord, that you would heal our land, Lord. But let it start with a repentant heart, Lord. Father, we just repent before you, Lord God, asking that you intervene, Lord God, on our behalf. Lord, we are in, a, in the midst of chaos right now. But we know that that's not of you. But Lord, we know that you hover over chaos, waiting on your word to be spoken so that you may intervene. So Father, we know that our responsibility is to speak your word in this situation. We know that our responsibility is to call upon your name in this situation. We know, Lord God, that our responsibility is to look to the hills from which cometh our health, Lord God. You are the only way. And Lord, we're calling up on you today. We're calling up on you, Lord God, because you don't fight injustice with injustice. You fight injustice with justice. So, Lord, we're calling upon your justice right now. You are a just God. You are a righteous God. You are a holy God. And we need you. We need you to intervene on our behalf, Lord. Father, we're praying for love to rain down from heaven. We're praying for, for peace to rain down from heaven, Lord God. We're praying for strength to rain down from heaven, Lord God. We need a touch from you so that we can keep moving forward. We need a touch from you, Lord God, so that we can keep our eyes in the right focus, Lord. Not looking to the left nor to the right, but looking to you and yes. you alone, Lord God. Father, we need you. Yes. We need you to sh shine love through us yes. where hatred wants to yes. enter in. We need you to shine peace through us where an uh, 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 angry fighting spirit wants to rise yes. up. We rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Yes, we rebuke and we bind every spirit that is not the spirit of God that is at work in the earth right now. And Lord God, the way we're going to rebuke it is by releasing your yes. spirit through us. Yes, God. Operate through us, Lord yes. God. In the mighty name of Jesus, let every word that comes out of our mouths, mouths be laced with your love. Yes, let every thought that comes in our mind be laced with your thoughts, yes, with the mind of Christ. Yes, let our actions be righteous and yes. pleasing before you, Lord God. I'm asking for mercy, Lord. Yes, mercy on our land. Have mercy, Lord God. Yes, have mercy on our young people who have gone astray. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Yes, God. Have mercy, God. Have mercy on those that, that are racist and prejudiced. Have mercy, Lord. Bring justice. Hallelujah. Let your love shed abroad, Lord, as only you can do. I'm thanking you for this day because I know what your promises declare. And I'm standing on your promises. Yes. 
I'm standing on your word. I refuse to be defeated. I refuse to be downcast. I refuse to be oppressed. I refuse to be suppressed. I refuse to take my eyes off of you. I am looking to you, Lord God, because you are the answer. And it is through your son, Jesus Christ, that it is all done. It's our victory. The victory has been won. The Holy Spirit has been given. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is, as she said, the day that the Lord has made. And we are going to rejoice and be glad in it. It's Pentecost Sunday. It's Pentecost Sunday. It was a, it's a significant day. And it was a significant day in the history of the church. The day of Pentecost happened 50 days after Passover. It was during Passover that Jesus was crucified. 10 days before Pentecost, Jesus ascended back to the Father. So let me tell you some things about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God. He is not some watered down version of God. He is God. The Holy Spirit or God the Holy Spirit is not just an idea or a subject you learn. He is something that happens to you and in you. He is not just an experience you once had. He is an encounter throughout your entire life. Yes. God the Holy Spirit is not just a goosebump feeling, although he can give you goosebumps. He is a person that will lead you places you normally would not go and do what you would not normally do in your natural man. The Holy Spirit empowers you to go and be about the Father's business. The Holy Spirit is not just about you being good or sincere. He is about allowing him, he is about you allowing him to move through you with miracles, signs, and wonders following. You hear me? To move through you with miracles, signs, and wonders following. The miracles, signs, and wonders did not disappear just because we had kicked him out of his church. So the Holy Spirit has taken over in the way that he is taken over is by kicking us out of his church getting us clean, cleaning out all the mess. And he is going to invite us back into his place with a new attitude. In other words, we are going to allow the Holy Spirit to rule and reign in his church one more time. The fire and the Holy Spirit are going to rain down, just in case you don't know it, we are heading for a revival. He is not a religion or something that you do. As I said before, he is God. He is not a human invention, but he is about God's business. He is no credit to us, but all the glory belongs to God because he is God extended in the earth so that we can establish the kingdom of God in the earth. In other words, I wrap it all up to say this. He is the most important person on the earth today. And now more than ever, you need God, the Holy Spirit, to lead you, to lead us into where he needs us to go and how to move in the world today. Now last week, God told us we needed to call on the name of the Lord. Y'all remember that if you were here last week. And at the time, we were dealing with the coronavirus and all of its ramifications. And we were dealing with the murders of Armand Arbery, who was in Georgia jogging. 
Rihanna Taylor in Kentucky who was sleeping in her bed. And this was all before the incident in Central Park that involved Chris Cooper, who asked the lady to put her dog on a leash when the sign clearly said, put the dog, you, your dogs need to be leashed. And then we had, not only that, we ended up this past week with the murder of George Floyd in Minnesota by the police. And riots all over the country happened, and even a near riot here. So we have been through a lot, and I don't know about you, I called on the name of the Lord more than I thought I would have to call on him this past week. But I'm going to tell you this, God the Holy Spirit today told me that you not only need to call on the name of the Lord, you need to, keep, you need to continue, keep looking to the hills from whence comes your help, your help comes from the Lord. So I want to encourage you today to keep looking to the Lord. Keep looking to the Lord. In other words, it's an action word. Don't just take one look. You have to continually look at the Lord because our help, my help, and your help comes from the Lord. Let's go to Psalm 121. And while you're going there, I'll put a little context around Psalm 121. Now, Psalm, the Psalms 120 to 134, they are called the Pilgrim song, Psalms, or Songs of Accent. They were sung by those who journeyed or ascended to the temple for the annual festivals. Pentecost also called the festival of first harvest, the day of first fruits, and the feast of weeks was one of those times. The theme of this song is you can depend on God for help. As a believer, you need to know that you are a pilgrim who at times feel like you're traveling through a lonely country trying to get to the destination, which is heaven. Now, how many, can I get a witness that as a pilgrim, as a believer, I'm talking about you fire baptized, full of the Holy Spirit believers, sometimes get into the valley of loneliness, especially with what's going on, and you feel that you are on your own sometimes. But I want you to know that the theme of this song says, that you can depend on God for help. You need to remember that you are protected not by anything created, but by the creator of everything. Let me say that again. You are protected not by anything created, but by the creator of everything. This song expresses assurance and hope in God's protection day and night. Let's think about this. He not only made the hills, but he made the heaven and the earth. He is the creator of everything. And here we go. I want to tell you this. And I took my time and I want you to take a breath and you may need to write this down. You should never trust a lesser power than God himself. Say this, repeat after me, say, I am not going to trust a lesser power than God himself. And I'll tell you why. God the Father did not release God the Holy Spirit to confine him to our buildings. He released God the Holy Spirit to release him into our lives. And so since he done that, we should not trust a lesser God than God himself. And if your God, small g, is limited to a building, then your God is too small. The Holy Spirit was released to help you through your journey and to help you keep looking at your God, your Father, from where all your help comes from. You need to keep looking to the Lord. Say that with me. Say, I need 
to keep looking to the Lord. Why? Because the devil sends so many distractions. He sends so many distractions to get you off your game. In other words, getting off your game means taking your focus, taking your eye on the creator of everything. He sends so much, so much news at you. Good news, bad news, in between news, so many lies, so many situations, so many circumstances, chaos, utter chaos at you to keep you distracted from focusing on the creator of everything. But this psalm right here is going to reassure you. Verse 1 says this, I, you got to make it personal, will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. Why? My help. My help, which means strength. My power to accomplish a task comes from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. In other words, the Lord is your helper. In John, when Jesus said that he was going to go back to the Father and ask for the Holy Spirit to come, one of the, 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 the meanings of Holy Spirit is helper and advocate and counselor. Your help comes from the Lord through the Holy Spirit. And so that you can declare and decree that I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence comes my help, my help comes from the Lord, which made heaven and the earth. The creator is also the guardian, and he is also the caretaker. God is a fully, a full coverage God. In other words, he will not leave you uncovered. He is the God of full coverage. He protects you. He keeps you. He guards you. He preserves you. He holds you up. He'll keep you covered and he'll keep you in. When the devil wants to take you out, our great big God is designed to keep you in. Verse number three, he will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. In other words, he is not going to be lulled to sleep just because we're going through a difficult situation. He is not going to be lulled to sleep just because he gets bored. God does not get bored. He does not get lulled to sleep just because we get complacent. God is the God who does not slumber and behold that keepeth Israel and if you want to put me above it, he that keepeth me shall neither slumber nor sleep. In other words, nothing, absolutely nothing, catches God off guard. Do you hear me? Nothing, absolutely nothing, catches God off guard. I'm going to let that sit right there and marinate. Nothing, absolutely nothing, catches God off guard. I know people say, well, where is God in all of this? God has never moved. The Bible says he never slumbers. He never sleeps. So God is aware of all the situation, all the circumstance, all the turmoil, all the chaos, all the tribulation, all the depression, all the oppression, all the situations that we are going through right here, right now, today. The God of the past is an everlasting God who knows where we are today and he's going to lead us into our future. Praise God. God is God. Mm, mm, mm. Let's keep reading. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. In other words, that is saying he keeps you from danger. He keeps you from danger. The sun shall not smite thee or harm you by day, 
nor the moon by night. And if you want to take the, I, and I'm not going there, but go take a chance, go back and read Psalm 91 again if you haven't read it. And if you have read it, read it again. Hey, huh? They that dwell in the secret place shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Go back and read Psalm 91. Amen. Verse, the next verse says, The Lord shall preserve you or keep you from all evil. You hear me? From all evil or from all harm. He shall preserve thy soul, which means he is going to watch over your life. The creator of everything, the ultimate guardian of the galaxy, he is watching over you to guard your life. The ultimate guardian of the galaxy. Why does he guard? Because he created it. It belongs to him. Anything that belongs to you, you're going to protect. And that's the same with God. He, the Lord, shall preserve your going out and coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. So I'm telling you, don't forget to remember where your help comes from. Because when you remember where your help comes from, you will continually look to the hills throughout your life. Tell yourself, I'm going to keep looking to the hills. You need to keep looking to the Lord because he is faithful. And he has a record of being faithful. And because of his record of being faithful, and I want to say to me, his credit is good. He has an A-plus credit rating. He has never failed me yet. And if you think about it, he has never failed you yet. And he is not just about ready to start failing you now. He is a faithful God. He is not only faithful to bless those who love and obey him. This goes along with what Minister Larissa was saying. Lady Larissa was saying, he is faithful to judge those who hate and disobey him. He is not only faithful to bless those who love and obey him, but those who hate and disobey him. Well, Disobedience to God is not loving your neighbor. Loving, not loving your neighbor, that's being disobedient to what God said. He said you ought to love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and might or strength and love your neighbor as yourself. So if you're not loving your neighbor, that means you're being disobedient to God. And, and by keeping your neighbor under suppression, by keeping your neighbor in a system of racism, keeping your neighbor under an, an unfair and unjust injustice system, I'm not going to say justice system, injustice system, you are disobeying what God says. And not only does God bless those who love and obey him, he is going to be faithful to judge those who hate and disobey him. What does faithful mean? It means that God is firm in his faithfulness. It means that God is stable in his faithfulness. It means that God pays attention to the details because he is faithful. God is conscientious. God is a steady God. His hands don't tremble. His hands don't shake. He is a God of certainty. That which, and that means he is a permanent God. He is enduring and he is steadfast. His faithful, he is a faithful God who is steadfast. Let's go to Psalm 136. Psalm 136. Now this psalm was brought up during our prayer uh, call over this past Thursday. And the Lord led me back to it on today because in this psalm 
God is El Olam, which is the everlasting God. And when we go through the through, through these scriptures that he's going to lead us through, God's faithfulness is everlasting. All right? And verse number one says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever, or his faithful love lasts forever. God is faithful. And his love, faithful love, lasts forever. Verse number two says, Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for his faithful love or his mercy endures forever. To him alone does great wonders for his mercy or his faithful love endures forever. Just hang with me, I'm getting somewhere. To him that by wisdom made the heavens for his mercy or his faithful love endureth forever. To him that stretched out the earth above the water for his faithful love or his mercy endureth forever. To him that made the great light for his mercy or his faithful love endureth forever. The sun to rule by day for his faithful love endures forever. The moon and the stars to rule by night for his faithful love endures forever. To him that smote Egypt in their firstborn for his faithful love endures forever. With a strong hand, with a stretched out arm for his faithful love. You getting it now? Are you getting it? For his faithful love endures forever. To him that which divide the Red Sea into parts for his faithful love endures forever. But overthrew Pharaoh and made Israel to come to pass through the midst of it for his faithful love endures forever. Verse 15, but overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea. Why? For his faithful love endures forever. To him which led his people through the wilderness. And you may feel that you're in the wilderness right now. But guess what? Finish the word first. For his faithful love, it does what? It endures forever. Are you getting it? I repeated that. And if you keep on reading it, keep writing that in there. His faithful love, it endures forever. And I'm going to um, even, even go down a little bit further. Verse 18 says this. Verse 17 says this. To him which smoked great pink. The heart of the king is in the hand of God. God lifts up the king and he'll take down the king. God will use a bad king to get his people to, come, to get looking at him. So guess what? God is using a bad president to get God's people to look back at him so that the Holy Spirit can reign and rule supreme in the earth while we are yet enduring. Why? Because his faithful love. It endures forever. And he slew famous kings. For his faithful love endures forever. Sion, king of the Amorites. For his faithful love endures forever. And Og, the king of Bashan. For his faithful love endures forever. And gave their land for an inheritance. For his faithful love enduring forever. Verse 23 says, Who remembered us in our low esteem, which means in our weakness. Why? His faithful love, it what? It endures forever. And have redeemed us, freed us, took us back from our enemies. Why? For his faithful love it endures forever. And verse 26 says, Oh, give thanks unto the God of what? Heaven. For what? His faithful love endures forever. It is repeated so that you can get it to sink in 
that it will make that 36 inch drop from here into your spirit. So, what I'm telling you right now today, we are in a bad place, but guess what? His faithful love endures forever. Meaning what? His love will never run out. You need to look to the Lord and keep looking to the Lord because he is your helper. He is your keeper. He is your protector. He is your preserver. And the bottom line is this. His faithful love endures forever. Keep looking to the hills. Because El Umana, El Amuna, the faithful God, with his faithful love, endures forever. Praise God. Praise God. Now, I want you to take a minute right now and think about it. Think about the word. Think about God's faithful love that endures forever. God has not forgotten about you. God has not forgotten about us. But we need to stay connected to him, especially now with the with us with the push to move into phase 3 of the Restore Illinois plan to get back out amongst people. Because coronavirus ain't going nowhere. We need to keep connected to God because he will lead us out of the way of darkness and out of the way of danger. But we have to be listening to him. And when you take your eye off of him and you take your focus off of him and put it on them, you will walk right into danger. So God, the Holy Spirit, on this Pentecost day that we're looking back to, told me to tell you to keep looking to the Lord. That's where your help comes from. That's where your peace comes from. That's where your protection comes from. That's where your sustainment comes from. That's, when, that's where you can rest is when you keep your eye on Him. So pray this with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me right now because I have taken my eye off of you. I got caught up in it. I got distracted by it. I allowed the enemy to take my focus off of you. God, this is your world. This is your galaxy. You are the keeper of it. You are the sustainer of it. And you are the God that never sleeps or never slumber. So God, here I am. I'm coming to you right now in Jesus' name to focus my attention back on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give God praise right where you are. Give him praise right where you are. And if you don't know him as your Savior, receive him today. Now is of the essence because everything that's going on points to the return of Jesus Christ. So you need to receive him as your Savior. And if you haven't, repeat this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I am a sinner. And I need you as my Savior. Satan, I rebuke you. You are not my God. I belong to God now. He is my Father. I receive Jesus, who's his Son 
And now I am led by the Holy Spirit. Lord, teach me how to live for you in this day and age. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, hallelujah. The reason why we love you and we are continually praying for you. We thank you for your faithfulness on coming to, to join us in worship and join us in the word every week. We've been here, I count it, 11 weeks virtually. But we serve a God that's everywhere. And if you'd like to sow into our ministry, please follow the link on the page or mail it to 2828 West Flint Street in Peoria, 61604. Just know that we are praying with you. We are praying for you. And as I've said on many occasions, this season will come to an end. We just have to stay focused on God. So let us not leave with malice in our hearts, but let us leave with love for one another. Let us leave with a prayer on our lips, not for ourselves, but for others. You are blessed in the city. You are blessed in the field. You are blessed going out, and you are blessed coming in. Everything about you is blessed. The enemy comes in one way, but he has to flee seven ways because you are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. You are the lender and not the borrower. You are blessed. So I speak life to you. I speak life to your health. I speak life to your family. I speak life to your body. Be blessed. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is, as she said, the day that the Lord has made. And we, we, we are going to rejoice and be glad in it. It's Pentecost Sunday. It's Pentecost Sunday. It was a, it's a significant day. And it was a significant day in the history of the church. The day of Pentecost happened 50 days after Passover. It was during Passover that Jesus was crucified. 10 days before Pentecost, Jesus ascended back to the Father. So let me tell you some things about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God. He is not some watered down version of God. He is God. The Holy Spirit or God the Holy Spirit is not just an idea or a subject you learn. He is something that happens to you and in you. He is not just an experience you once had. He is an encounter throughout your entire life. Yes. God the Holy Spirit is not just a goosebump feeling, although he can give you goosebumps. He is a person that will lead you places you normally would not go and do what you would not normally do in your natural man. The Holy Spirit empowers you to go and be about the Father's business. The Holy Spirit is not just about you being good or sincere. He is about allowing him, he is about you allowing him to move through you with miracles, signs, and wonders following. You hear me? Mm -hmm. To move through you with miracles, signs, and wonders following. The miracles, signs, and wonders did not disappear just because we had kicked him out of his church. Mm. So the Holy Spirit has taken over in the way that he has taken over is by kicking us out of his church, getting us clean, cleaning out all the mess, and he is going to invite us back into his place with a new attitude. In other words, we are going to allow the Holy Spirit to rule and reign in his church one more time. The fire and the Holy Spirit 
are going to rain down, just in case you don't know it, we are heading for a revival. He is not a religion or something that you do. As I said before, he is God. He is not a human invention, but he is about God's business. He is no credit to us, but all the glory belongs to God because he is God extended in the earth so that we can establish the kingdom of God in the earth. In other words, I wrap it all up to say this. He is the most important person on the earth today. And now more than ever, you need God, the Holy Spirit, to lead you, to lead us into where he needs us to go and how to move in the world today. Now, last week, God told us we needed to call on the name of the Lord. Y'all remember that if you were here last week? And at the time, we were dealing with the coronavirus and all of its ramifications, and we were dealing with the murders of Armand Arbery, who was in Georgia jogging, Rihanna Taylor in Kentucky, who was sleeping in her bed, and this was all before the incident in Central Park that involved Chris Cooper, who asked the lady to put her dog on a leash when the sign clearly said, put the dog, your dogs need to be leashed. And then we had, not only that, we ended up this past week with the murder of George Floyd in Minnesota by the police. And riots all over the country happened, and even a near riot here. So we have been through a lot, and I don't know about you, I called on the name of the Lord more than I thought I would have to call on him this past week. But I'm going to tell you this, God the Holy Spirit today told me that you not only need to call on the name of the Lord, you need to, keep, you need to continue, keep looking to the hills from whence comes your help. Your help comes from the Lord. So I want to encourage you today to keep looking to the Lord. Keep looking to the Lord. In other words, it's an action word. Don't just take one look. You have to continually look at the Lord because our help, my help, and your help comes from the Lord. Let's go to Psalm 121. And while you're going there, I'll put a little context around Psalm 121. Now, Psalm, the Psalms 120 to 134, they are called the Pilgrim song, Psalms, or Songs of Accent. They were sung by those who journeyed or ascended to the temple for the annual festivals. Pentecost also called the festival of first harvest, the day of first fruits, and the feast of weeks was one of those times. The theme of this song is you can depend on God for help. As a believer, you need to know that you are a pilgrim who at times feel like you're traveling through a lonely country trying to get to the destination, which is heaven. Now, how many, can I get a witness that as a pilgrim, as a believer, I'm talking about you fire baptized, full of the Holy Spirit believers, sometimes get into the valley of loneliness, especially with what's going on, and you feel that you are on your own sometimes. But I want you to know that the theme of this song says, that you can depend on God for help. You need to remember that you are protected not by anything created, but by the creator of everything. Mm. Let me say that again. You are protected not by anything created, but by the creator of everything. This song expresses assurance and hope in God's protection day and night. Let's think about this. 
He not only made the hills, but he made the heaven and the earth. He is the creator of everything. And here we go. I want to tell you this. And I took my time and I want you to take a breath and you may need to write this down. You should never trust a lesser power than God himself. Say this, repeat after me. Say, I am not going to trust a lesser power than God himself. And I'll tell you why. God the Father did not release God the Holy Spirit to confine him to our buildings. He released God the Holy Spirit to release him into our lives. And so since he done that, we should not trust a lesser God than God himself. And if your God, small g, is limited to a building, then your God is too small. The Holy Spirit was released to help you through your journey and to help you keep looking at your God, your Father, from where all your help comes from. You need to keep looking to the Lord. Say that with me. Say, I need to keep looking to the Lord. Why? Because the devil sends so many distractions. He sends so many distractions to get you off your game. In other words, getting off your game means taking your focus, taking your eye on the creator of everything. He sends so much, so much news at you. Good news, bad news, in between news, so many lies, so many situations, so many circumstances, chaos, utter chaos at you to keep you distracted from focusing on the creator of everything. But this psalm right here is going to reassure you. Verse 1 says this. I, you got to make it personal, will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. Why? My health, my help, which means strength, my power to accomplish a task comes from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. In other words, the Lord is your helper. In John when Jesus said that he was going to go back to the Father and ask for the Holy Spirit to come, one of the, 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 the meanings of Holy Spirit is helper and advocate and counselor. Your help comes from the Lord through the Holy Spirit. And so that you can declare and decree that I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord, which made heaven and the earth. The creator is also the guardian, and he is also the caretaker. God is a fully, a full coverage God. In other words, he will not leave you uncovered. He is the God of full coverage. That's good, that's good. He protects you. He keeps you. He guards you. He preserves you. He holds you up. He'll keep you covered and he'll keep you in. When the devil wants to take you out, our great big God is designed to keep you in. Verse number three, he will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. In other words, he is not going to be lulled to sleep just because we're going through a difficult situation. He is not going to be lulled to sleep just because he gets bored. God does not get bored. He does not get lulled to sleep just because we get complacent. God is the God who does not slumber and behold that keepeth Israel, and if you want to put me above it, he that keepeth me shall neither slumber nor sleep. In other words, nothing, 
absolutely nothing catches God off guard. Do you hear me? Nothing, absolutely nothing catches God off guard. I'm going to let that sit right there and marinate. Nothing, absolutely nothing catches God off guard. I know people say, well, where's God in all of this? God has never moved. The Bible says he never slumbers. He never sleeps. So God is aware of all the situation, all the circumstance, all the turmoil, all the chaos, all the tribulation, all the depression, all the oppression, all the situations that we are going through right here, right now, today. The God of the past is an everlasting God who knows where we are today, and he is going to lead us into our future. Praise God. God is God. Mm. Mm -hmm. Let's keep reading. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. In other words, that is saying he keeps you from danger. He keeps you from danger. The sun shall not smite thee or harm you by day nor the moon by night, and if you want to take the, and I'm not going there, but go take a chance, go back and read Psalm 91 again, if you haven't read it. And if you have read it, read it again. Hey, huh? They that dwell in the secret place shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Go back and read Psalm 91. Amen. Verse, the next verse says, the Lord shall preserve you or keep you from all evil. You hear me? From all evil or from all harm. He shall preserve thy soul, which means he is going to watch over your life. The creator of everything, the ultimate guardian of the galaxy, yeah. he is watching over you to guard your life. The ultimate guardian of the galaxy. Why does he guard? Because he created it. It belongs to him. Anything that belongs to you, you're going to protect. And that's the same with God. He, the Lord, shall preserve your going out and coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. So I'm telling you, don't forget to remember where your help comes from because when you remember where your help comes from, you will continually look to the hills throughout your life. Tell yourself, I'm going to keep looking to the hills. You need to keep looking to the Lord because he is faithful. And he has a record of being faithful. And because of his record of being faithful, and I want to say to me, his credit is good. He has an A-plus credit rating. He has never failed me yet. And if you think about it, he has never failed you yet. And he is not just about ready to start failing you now. He is a faithful guy. He is not only faithful to bless those who love and obey him. This goes along with what Minister Larissa was saying. Lady Larissa was saying, he is faithful to judge those who hate and disobey him. He is not only faithful to bless those who love and obey him, but those who hate and disobey him. Well, disobedience to God is not loving your neighbor. Loving, not loving your neighbor that's being disobedient to what God said. He said you ought to love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and might or strength and love your neighbor as yourself. So if you're not loving your neighbor, that means you're being disobedient to God. And, and by keeping your neighbor under suppression, by keeping your neighbor in a system of racism, keeping your neighbor under an, an unfair and unjust 
injustice system, I'm not going to say justice system, injustice system, you are disobeying what God says. And not only does God bless those who love and obey him, he is going to be faithful to judge those who hate and disobey him. What does faithful mean? It means that God is firm in his faithfulness. It means that God is stable in his faithfulness. It means that God pays attention to the details because he is faithful. God is conscientious. God is a steady God. His hands don't tremble. His hands don't shake. He is a God of certainty. That which, and that means he is a permanent God. He is enduring and he is steadfast. His faithful, he is a faithful God who is steadfast. Let's go to Psalm 136. Psalm 136. Now this psalm was brought up during our prayer uh, call over this past Thursday. And the Lord led me back to it on today because in this psalm, God is El Olam, which is the everlasting God. And when we go through the through these scriptures that he's going to lead us through, God's faithfulness is everlasting. All right? And verse number one says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever, or his faithful love lasts forever. God is faithful. And his love, faithful love, lasts forever. Verse number two says, Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for his faithful love or his mercy endures forever. To him alone doth great wonders, for his mercy or his faithful love endures forever. Just hang with me, I'm getting somewhere. To him that by wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy or his faithful love endureth forever. To him that stretched out the earth above the water for his faithful love or his mercy endureth forever. To him that made the great lights for his mercy or his faithful love endureth forever. The sun to rule by day for his faithful love endures forever. The moon and the stars to rule by night for his faithful love endures forever. To him that smote Egypt in their firstborn, for his faithful love endures forever. With a strong hand, with a stretched out arm, for his faithful love, you getting it now, are you getting it? For his faithful love endures forever. To him that which divide the Red Sea into parts, for his faithful love endures forever. But overthrew Pharaoh and made Israel to come to pass through the midst of it, for his faithful love endures forever. Verse 15, but overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea. Why? For his faithful love endures forever. To him which led his people through the wilderness. And you may feel that you're in the wilderness right now. But guess what? Finish the word verse. For his faithful love, it does what? It endures forever. Are you getting it? I repeated that, and if you keep on reading it, keep writing that in there. His faithful love, it endures forever. And I'm going to um, even, even go down a little bit further. Verse 18 says this. Verse 17 says this. To him which smoked great kings. Hmm. The heart of the king is in the hand of God. God lifts up the king and he'll take down the king. God will use a bad king to get his people to, to get looking at him. 
So guess what? God is using a bad president to get God's people to look back at him so that the Holy Spirit can reign and rule supreme in the earth while we are yet enduring. Why? Because his faithful love, it endures forever. And he slew famous kings for his faithful love endures forever. Sion, king of the Amorites, for his faithful love endures forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, for his faithful love endured forever and gave their land for an inheritance for his faithful love enduring forever. Verse 23 says, who remembered us in our low esteem, which means in our weakness. Why? His faithful love, it what? It endures forever and have redeemed us, freed us, took us back. From our enemies. Why? For his faithful love, it endures forever. And verse 26 says, Oh, give thanks unto the God of what? Heaven. For what? His faithful love endures forever. It is repeated so that you can get it to sink in, that it will make that 36 inch drop from here into your spirit. So, what I'm telling you right now today, we are in a bad place, but guess what? His faithful love endures forever. Meaning what? His love will never run out. You need to look to the Lord and keep looking to the Lord because he is your helper, he is your keeper. He is your protector. He is your preserver. And the bottom line is this. His faithful love endures forever. Keep looking to the hills. Because El Umana, Amuna, the faithful God, with his faithful love endures forever. Praise God. Praise God. Now I want you to take a minute right now and think about it. Think about the word. Think about God's faithful love that endures forever. God has not forgotten about you. God has not forgotten about us. But we need to stay connected to him, especially now with, the, with us, with the push to move into phase three of the Restore Illinois plan to get back out amongst people because coronavirus ain't going nowhere. We need to keep connected to God because he will lead us out of the way of darkness and out of the way of danger. But we have to be listening to him. And when you take your eye off of him and you take your focus off of him and put it on them, you will walk right into danger. So God, the Holy Spirit, on this Pentecost day that we're looking back to, told me to tell you to keep looking to the Lord. That's where your help comes from. That's where your peace comes from. That's where your protection comes from. That's where your sustainment comes from. That's, when, that's where you can rest is when you keep your eye on him. So pray this with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me right now because I have taken my eye off of you. I got caught up in it. I got distracted by it. I allowed the enemy to take my focus 
off of you. God, this is your world. This is your galaxy. You are the keeper of it. You are the sustainer of it. And you are the God that never sleeps or never slumber. So God, here I am. I'm coming to you right now in Jesus' name to focus my attention back on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give God praise right where you are. Give him praise right where you are. And if you don't know him as your Savior, receive him today. Now is of the essence. Because everything that's going on points to the return of Jesus Christ. So you need to receive him as your Savior. And if you haven't, repeat this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I am a sinner, and I need you as my Savior. Satan, I rebuke you. You are not my God. I belong to God now. He is my Father. I receive Jesus, who's his Son, and now I am led by the Holy Spirit. Lord, teach me how to live for you in this day and age. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, hallelujah. The reason why we love you and we are continually praying for you. We thank you for your faithfulness on coming to, to join us in worship and join us in the word every week. We've been here, I count it, 11 weeks virtually. But we serve a God that's everywhere. And if you would like to sow into our ministry, please follow the link on the page or mail it to 2828 West Flint Street in Peoria, 61604. Just know that we are praying with you. We are praying for you. And as I've said on many occasions, this season will come to an end. We just have to stay focused on God. So let us not leave with malice in our hearts, but let us leave with love for one another. Let us leave with a prayer on our lips, not for ourselves, but for others. You are blessed in the city. You are blessed in the field. You are blessed going out, and you are blessed coming in. Everything about you is blessed. The enemy comes in one way, but he has to flee seven ways because you are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. You are the lender and not the borrower. You are blessed. So I speak life to you. I speak life to your health. I speak life to your family. I speak life to your body. Be blessed. God bless you.